Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Do your other halves, do your other halves put diary entries into your diary for you to remind you of stuff? Does your other half do that for you, Richie? I think that's only going to be possible if you've got a communal diary, and I don't have that, so so no. Natalie does not have that availability. Well, you see, I, I operate on what I like to call diminished responsibility quite a lot of the time, because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm coming or going. So my other half, Katie, will, if we book someone as a family, she'll send me a diary invite, and it goes into my diary so I know what's going on, right? Uh, which, which is fine and everything. But this morning, I think we've hit a new low. Uh, I was on the train on the way into work, and I got an invitation to an appointment called Chimney Sweep on the 7th of September at midday. This is from Katie, uh, and this is the 7th of September, 2023. So Katie has put a <laughs> Chimney Sweep appointment in my diary for a year from now. What on earth is going on? Wow. Uh, so th- that implies that she's already booked the Chimney Sweep for years' time as well. Well, Chimney Sweep's been today. She had a good old look at the chimney. All seems fine. Wow. Uh, I I think her name is something like Mary Poppins or something like that. It's a play on words, right? I'm not kidding. I kid you not. But but then it's good, like, I guess... Like, she's really organised. She'll put her haircut in, Katie will do, not the chimney sweep. She'll put her haircut in for the next next one when she's having the current one. I'm nowhere near that organised, but she's the same. She's booked the chimney sweep in now. And as as we speak, I think I might have the most boring diary appointment in the United Kingdom, chimney sweep 2023, if anyone can beat that. Hold, hold, hold my beer. Uh, maybe there's something in the water today because I put just this very morning a diary entry in my own diary for the London Transport Museum open weekend Ooh. at the end of September in Acton. That does. That's up there. Do you know what? I thought Chimney Sweep might not be able to be beaten, <laughs> but that is up there. Can I also just put my hands up and say the London Transport Museum open weekend that I've put in my diary? To me, that isn't boring, but I am acknowledging to the wider world it might be. Would anyone want to go with you to that? Well, you're not going to take your family. You're not going to put Natalie I'm through this I'm expecting to travel alone. Yeah, on yeah. That one. I think that that's 100%. That's 100% <laughs> certain. Um, Zoe's got a mortgage phone call planned for Monday evening. Oh, that's not a bad one. And listen to this from Sarah Tonin on Twitter. She's only having a house alarm service. On the 14th of September. So if you are planning on doing any burglaries, get it done between, before the 14th, because <laughs> they'll have an upgrade. Uh, Lisa in Preston says, the most exciting thing in my calendar uh, is I've just put in to put the new sticker to confirm payment on my garden waste bin. I am hopeful that things will improve socially. It's actually quite important. If Lisa doesn't do that, I, I, I get this. Do all your grass cuttings, all your clippings, in they go, and they won't get taken. Got to put that sticker on there. Well, do you know what? We, bizarrely, we've got the wheelie bin, but haven't got the sticker as of yet. So it's like unofficial. And, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wheel our bin down there because I don't want to sound like Kevin Keegan. But I know our bin man would love it, just love it, and leave leaving our bin there because we don't have the right uh, accreditation stuck to I'm, the top of it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not entirely certain that you, my friend, are doing any work to put in the garden waste. I haven't been anywhere near the garden in terms of doing anything with it <laughs> for ages. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't know anyone else's garden, just an absolute state at the moment. It's been like, obviously scorched earth because of how hot it's been. Then the weather's been like tipping down. The back of our garden looks like apocalypse now. <laughs> uh, it's been very interesting peering into everyone's exciting lives on the show this evening. Tony McDonough says uh, he's got a Zoom call about hydrogen in the diary. He says, personally, I'm quite excited about it, but I admit the optics of that may not be too obvious. Uh, if you've got a boring diary entry in, tell us about it on the show.
Claudine's got one actually that we should all we should all copy this bush. Turn the mattress on the bed. What? what why would you do? What do you mean? What? Huh? It's good for mattress maintenance. You should you shouldn't just like stick a mattress on a bed and then just stick with it. You should you know flip it. You should north and south it and all that kind of thing. It will prolong the mattress. For some reason, it reminds me of the uh, movie Misery, the Stephen King book. <laughs> turning it in the night. Uh, Rachel says, "Listen to this. I need to take my cat to have her teeth cleaned on Tuesday." A cat dentist. Imagine that, cat with just really bright, amazing teeth. We're loving these. You guys have been sending us your boring diary entries, which is fantastic. Although sometimes they don't make any sense if you look through your diary. Richard Thompson has tweeted us that uh, at 10 o'clock uh, in the evening, in two weeks' time, he's got a appointment called Cream, and he says, I have literally no idea what this is. Uh, Richard, <laughs> when you get there, please tell us and uh, clarify what's going on there, mate. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I just want to just mention someone about my back. Don't worry, I'm not going to go on about it again because I'm, I'm sick of hearing myself talk about my bad back, but I, I've had a bit of a development oh, yeah. in it, right? So I've been seeing this uh, Chinese herbal medicine guy at the end of our street. Mm-hmm. He's a lovely guy. We get on really well and Good. we're into the same things. No, no, he's been giving me acupuncture and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, as I was leaving there on Wednesday morning, he suggested that to help my spine get better, he, he suggested I swing or hang from some bars over the next seven days. Have you got any at home? I haven't got any bars. I haven't got anything to hang off at home, I don't think without breaking it uh, and the, I was just thinking it through in my head I can see how it would work I can understand how if you hang from something um, it would make your spine kind of like open up a bit like an accordion gravity would do the job wouldn't gravity it gravity would do the job because uh, it's a pinched nerve at the end of the day this is the problem that I've got however the only bars in the vicinity are in the kids playground <laughs> at Chalkwell Park near where I live <laughs> in Leon C so I guess the question is, can I can I just go down there on my own and like hang off the monkey bars, or is that weird? I think it depends what time of day you go down and do it. Because they lock it, though. They lock Chalkwell oh. Park in the evening. So I'm going to have to go in there when there's like kids in there. Do you know what I mean? OK, so it's locked. <laughs> is the surrounding boundary fence vaultable? I don't know. They're pretty... They've got, like, like groundskeepers and stuff. I don't want to get, like, chased out of a park in the middle of the night. People will start talking. What is the latest <laughs> time that it is open until? I think it's at like 8 or 9 o'clock. OK. Well, then I re- honestly reckon, genuinely, if you went down at around about half past seven, quarter to eight, yeah. that last 15 minutes, I think it would be acceptable because I, I can't see that there'd be many kids down there at that time because they're all <laughs> they're all home having their tea so it's like one of those it's like the the ancient question if a tree falls in the woods does anyone hear if That's no one point. sees you down the park am i even down there are you even down there that is a good point i mean we I, we went to a park the other weekend and i had a little go on it and i was like this is going to work yeah. I just, as as thea was going on on the climbing frame i had a little go on it but then katie told me to turn the other way because people could see the top of my bum <laughs> and i thought this is gonna be awful <laughs> Uh, Kerry says, if you're worried about the bars, you could try hanging off the bed instead. Hanging off the bed? She goes on to say, it worked for her. Basically, lie face down over the bed and let the weight of your lower part stretch your back. (laughs) Good choice of words. (laughs) (laughs) Lower weight of your lower part. I don't understand that. I'm going to need a diagram on that, man, because I don't get that. What's she doing? What's her bed look like? So, I guess... You'd lie backwards over the bed. That sounds like um, getting over, the fire brigade involved. Over the end of it. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, diagram, please, if you're listening. 
uh, at Absolute Radio. OG says on Twitter, get yourself an inversion table. Have you heard of these? What's an inversion table? There's all, they're always for sale on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> and you, it's this thing that you'd have in your bedroom uh, in a, and it's like a like a the thing you lie on. Then you turn yourself upside down so all the blood goes to your head. <laughs> not doing that. Do you I feel bad enough as it is? There's a tweet here. Someone looks like they've um, uh, got some kind of... Um, one of those things you might buy off JML where you attach it to the top of a door frame. Oh, yeah. And then you're doing that one instead. No, tell you why I'm not going to get one of them, because I've seen you've been framed. <laughs> They're always knocking themselves out. Thanks. Um, did you listen carefully? A lot of people, a lot of people are asking the question uh, on the socials, might uh, the, the herbalist have suggested to hang around in some bars? I mean, it could be that, couldn't it? I mean, I've certainly drunk myself out of a cold before, and the flu. <laughs> I've drunk myself well. Can, can the elixir do that to a spine? Do you know what? I would love it if there was a doctor's, yeah, that you go to them and they just prescribe a combination of drink. <laughs> Imagine they've got terrible arthritis in your knees and it's just like one scotch and a vodka soda. <laughs> and you'll be fine. I'll be fine. That'd be great. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Caught an early train out of uh, town today. Seven o'clock train, so uh, up and about early. Not feeling great, first thing. Sat down on the train, got a seat, commuter train, so glad to have got a seat. You know that feeling when you're, you're settling and you're thinking, great, right, ah, here we are for the next 45 minutes, right, let's chill. And then suddenly some gentleman walked past me down the aisle of the train, tapped me on the shoulder and goes... Sorry, mate, don't wish to disturb you, but I hope your macaroni cheese was good last night. <laughs> At least the, the show's cutting through. <laughs> it, was one of those, it was one of those moments where I thought to myself, what's that about? Oh, hang on, I know. <laughs> He's obviously listening to the show. He's heard about the Sort Yourself Out meal. Well, I tell you what, right, I saw the photo on social media last night of said uh, macaroni cheese, and I just wanted to apologise because I was a bit like, last night when we were talking about it, I was like, out of all the things in the shop, Richie just wants macaroni cheese, you know, the, the normal microwave one but that was the next level macaroni cheese what you had look um no money is no money is passed for me to mention the brand that i'm about to mention nothing's passed here charlie biggums my goodness i'd marry that gentleman who is charlie biggum right who the hell is charlie Bigg- he's come out of nowhere and now he does all this great I- food I don't know who he is, but he does these fantastic pre-prepared meals in these little wicker punnets. And, and his macaroni cheese is out of this world. <laughs> I tell you what, if I see you doing a promotional video for Charlie Bigham's microwave <laughs> stuff, like your train video, we've got a problem. Mate, I wouldn't know him in an identity parade. I tell you what, I've been doing some digging on you know the mysterious Charlie Bigham. The, 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 oh, go on. The character behind these amazing microwave or oven-ready meals that we've never heard of before. Uh, I've gone onto his website and there's a bit called Meet Charlie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it says this. Inspired by his travels and love of cooking, Charlie set up shop back in 1996 with the sole aim of creating really delicious dishes for foodies, putting all the care and attention that you would if you were a cook to cook them yourself. And he uses nice ingredients, so he says, so pull up a chair, kick back and enjoy a wonderful night in, sort yourself out, <laughs> uh, with some really good and great food. And he looks like a very affable chap. He's in a, looks like he's in a country farm with kind of wavy grey hair. Oh, I, li- I like the sound of this. It's, it's amazing. Put that picture up of the macaroni cheese when it came out of the oven last night. And I'd say about 95% of people that were commenting on the picture of the macaroni cheese were all going, it's Charlie Biggums. They all knew. He's famous, but we didn't even know it. And do you know what was a real revelation and a breakthrough about your macaroni cheese you had last night? It was that it wasn't served in a stupid, tiny little saucepan. 
Do you know what? Very, very, very valid point you make there. Certainly when you dine out these days, macaroni and cheese always comes out in those really, really heavy black saucepans that are hotter than the centre of the earth. When did that happen? When, When did people start doing that, like serving it in little tiny saucepans? I'd be so annoyed if I was like, I don't know, part of the macaroni cheese meet-up group or something like that. They've got, you know, fan fan group on Facebook and now you're getting in a little tiny saucepan all the time. And the same goes for, like, you know, hot plate or serving it on slate. It's just a wind-up. The other thing that happened at the same time is that people started to call it mac and cheese oh, yeah. rather oh. than its full name of macaroni cheese. That is a good So the point. saucepan and the mac and cheese, same time, same movement. I don't want, to, don't want to cause any trouble here tonight, but if you say mac and cheese, that's how you say it, I'm not sure we want you as part of the hometown family. I'm really sorry. Uh, the march of the robot continues. Um, I don't know whether you were watching much of the uh, Champions League uh, football last I'm night. I'm an Everton Bush. fan, so no, not really. I, I don't know. I think there was a reason why you, you could well have been watching last uh, night. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> um, don't be surprised if Real Madrid go and uh, win it this year. Not because they're one of the best teams in Europe, but because uh, they are employing robot technology for free kicks now. Uh, they have released footage of... You know when you take a free kick... Uh, and uh, the opposition team that are defending the free kick will uh, line up a wall of players to try and protect the ball and the goal. Uh-huh. Uh, robotic practice walls for free kicks. Uh, it's all linked up to an app. They can control which players in the robotic wall jump, how high they jump, whether they jump at all. It is incredible. It's, but that's what a weird use of that kind of technology. It goes back to the, you think in the 80s, tomorrow's world, all that kind of thing, your, your vision of what the science fiction of the future would be like and how we'd be using robots. And at the moment, as far as we can tell, can't walk upstairs and they just jump <laughs> to try and make a free kick a bit more difficult. So disappointing. There are still so many better things we could do with the technology, but like I say, don't be surprised if they're champions next May. Hope we've not let you down by talking about um, macaroni cheese and robots taking free kicks up until this point. <laughs> but we just want to do a big big shout out to anyone who's got a magazine that they put in their work bag that they read on the train or the bus. Are you one of those people? I know Richie's one of those people. I'm one of those people. Yeah. I've been perusing today my copy of uh, Gridiron, the uh, UK-based American football magazine, Digest, uh, that Katie, my other half, calls Gridorian. Because uh, she always calls <laughs> it the wrong words. Uh, but obviously the NFL season starts tonight. So if you're an NFL fan, I feel like I was pushed into the arms of NFL because Everton have been so bad over the years. And it, it gave me solace. Just, take, you know, taking in and trying to learn the game and all that kind of thing. So I think it's like one o'clock tomorrow morning the new season gets underway. Buffalo Bills versus the Los Angeles Rams. What's your, your view on uh, NFL, Richie? Are you kind of into it or are you, are you NFL curious? I went to one of the Wembley games uh, many years ago and thought the food was fantastic. Well, it's a good start. I mean, if you go to those games, they, the, the catering there is much better than the uh, the pie and the pint of Chang you can get at Goodison Park. Put it that way. <laughs> but we need to sort you out with a team. Have you got a team that you're into? Uh, so, well, good question. I, uh, my brother lives in Miami, so I, I guess I should naturally gravitate to the Miami Dolphins. But I don't. I don't have an attached team. Um, but I'd, I'd happily follow one. Um, if what would be the equivalent of Arsenal over in over in American football? 
The equivalent of Arsenal. That is an interesting one. That is an interest. There's a team that's full of full of optimism and hope at the moment, which are yeah. Uh, that, well, that one. <laughs> that would be us. And they've been they've been bad for ages, but now they're good and they're kind of scaring the life out of everyone. Is the Los Angeles Chargers? Right. Okay. okay. Big. They've got a flash of electricity as their symbol, and they've got mm-hmm. their main guy, their quarterback, is uh, a bloke called Justin Herbert, who looks like a surfer dude. Mm-hmm. But he's just got the the most powerful arm I've seen in NFL, and they are they're, they're ones to watch this season. So you know, Arsenal are, are uh, riding high in the Premier League at the moment. This could be your USA Arsenal, right? L H L A Chargers is that them, or have I got that wrong? That's it. Yeah, Los Angeles Chargers. Right, that's my team. Trust in the process. Uh, you were saying that um, uh, Katie, your other half, uh, calls your magazine Gridorian. Yeah. Sounds like um, there's a little bit of work to, to, to bring her into the NFL fold that's needed to be done. Um, you are always recommending me TV shows. Always, and I, literally I, I, always. <laughs> literally every day is probably Bush. Will, I promise you, this isn't me just saying it for the sake of something to say. He will probably recommend me two new shows every single day. I don't know how the man gets the chance to watch everything he recommends. <laughs> You've got quite a backlog to get through, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I have. I have something for you, but it's old. But you must have surely seen the, the seminal series, Friday Night Lights, fictional college uh, NFL team. Now, I watched, there was a movie with, was it Billy Bob Thornton called Friday yes. Night Lights? But I've seen that, but I haven't seen the series. Is the series anything to do with the Billy Bob Thornton movie? Same writer. Ooh, that, that would Honestly. be good. So good, set in a Texan, uh, Texan college, and uh, their gridiron team. It's absolutely brilliant. That is, that is the level of my base of knowledge about um, American football. But that's what's great, and that's what kind of got me into it. I, lo- I love the whole college football thing. The weird thing is, I did a year at university over there, and uh, their like university and college games get the same crowd, if not more, than Premier League football teams do. And it's the weirdest thing to get your head around that these people that you're sat doing like a history lecture with, yep. will then put on the pads at the weekend and play in front of 60,000 people in, in like an amateur team. It's crazy. I was jealous. Made me want to move to Texas. Do you know what? Swansea University football team never got that many people come down and watch them. Unbelievably, we're still talking macaroni cheese. Uh, that is because Simon has emailed saying, Guys, I work where Charlie Bigham's macaroni cheese is made. I would love to be able to send the boss a clip of your discussion. <laughs> Please tell me it's in some kind of show. Is there any way of listening to the whole Hometime show on catch-up? Has he just uh, defined the idea of a podcast? Because I think that's, that's where he's going. <laughs> It is. The Daily Takeaway podcast, all the best bits of this show compressed into three or four minutes. Uh, but I tell you what, I mean, we're, Charlie and the team, uh, Charlie Bigham, want to know about us. We want to know about them. We're obsessed with Charlie Bigham because the man's just come out of nowhere making great food to put in the oven and we'd never heard of him before. Uh, so, Simon, look, let's arrange a meet-up, all of us, together somewhere. What about... Um, like a, a service station. Keel, I think Keel so. Services, Charlie and his team in one people carrier, me and Richie and producer Adam in the other, and we'll just chat it out, yeah? I don't think you're going to recognise me soon, Bush, because I think I'm going to be wearing white T-shirts a lot more than I normally do. Why is that? What's going on? Rocco's been at school now for, for two days, so school uniform has become a, a thing again. Um, and um, I've discovered that after two days of a four-year-old going to school... 
you're washing things a heck of a lot more than you used to back in the day. And the one thing is, all those little white shirts going into the wash now means that there's enough things for me to look and go, yeah, I reckon we can do a white load there. There's not normally enough for me to say to myself, yeah, I'll wash that and my white T-shirt can go in as well. Well, do you know what? Thea has started uh, Big Girl Nursery this week, so she's got a uniform for the first time ever. So we've got a similar kind of thing going on. However, what we've done is bought, like, five exact replicas of the same uniform and keep them in, yep. in rotation. Uh, and it's couldn't give me some ideas for myself, actually, because rather than going out there and buying, like, different clothes, different trousers, I might just get, like, five pairs of the same trousers, six pairs of the same shirt, and then no-one will ever know the difference. <laughs> just keep mixing it up. I think Simon Cowell did that. I'm not going to say the gentleman's name, but you and I both worked underneath a gentleman that used to have sky blue long pressed shirt and very, very smart navy slacks. And that was what he wore every day. But they were always fresh. And I think it was an entire wardrobe of them. Well, who is, what's, is it, what's the, what the magician called? Is it D- David Copperfield? Is that him? I was thinking the great Suprendo. Well, I think David Copperfield, the magician, I might be wrong on this, I think he has. 501 pairs of Levi 501s. <laughs> I heard that really. I think, I think we should have an absolute radio uniform. That would make it a little bit easier. Not have to worry about what you and I are wearing if we know it's just the same thing every day. Boiler suits, names on the back, easy clean. The Daily Takeaway. Push and Richie's Daily Takeaway.